0: To Expounded Universe, the season something finale, Roker Gepta Croaks. The book is Lando Calrissian and the Star Caves of Thonboka. The year is 1983, the chapters are the last chapters, and the book was written by L. Neil Smith. And now, the guys you call when you already called every other better guy, your host Jeff and John. Let's go! I'm getting a little Kermit on this one. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Expounded Universe. It's, uh, it's been a little while, so I'm Jeff and that's John in case you forgot. In case you forgot, Mm -hmm. who does this show? Yeah, yeah. And I have it on good authority that it's not that we actually sound identical. It's that you have a Jeff voice and I have a John voice. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be sure to, I don't know, sound less Jeffy in the future. (laughs) Well, good. I mean, that's going to be pretty easy for you. Just stop going on those dotted line walks around the neighborhood. Never. (laughs) And I'll try and sound less Johnny in that I will be bad instead of Johnny be good. Johnny. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you mean, Barks has bite? (laughs) The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. (laughs) So, uh... Baby, we are all over the place. Different commercials, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. I I've I've abandoned soda. I've I've completely quit it, and so I I've I've also forgotten everything I ever knew about it. The two <laughs> things happen at the same time. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, you made that weird deal with a witch where all of your knowledge <laughs> of soda was taken from you. I mean, I would if I could if that if that came with an end to the cravings for the fucking stuff, right? That's the one thing I'm missing most from my current diet is just a diet Coke, just that good bubble juice. Just some, yeah, just some carbonated water. You'd think, uh, you know, I bought like a fucking pallet of Lacroix when or La Croix or whatever the. I I know you're not supposed to pronounce it like it's a French word because it, it's not. I mean, it is originally, but it's from like Wisconsin or some shit. But I don't care. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I don't crave the shit. I don't I just don't want it? I'd no. rather just have water. That's because Lacroix tastes like shit. I would rather have a glass of regular ass water than Lacroix. Yeah. So at this point, I drink tea if I'm like super sleepy, like an emergency tea, um, and coffee in the morning and water all day long. That's that's my new my new uh, jam. And coffee with nothing in it, hard black coffee. Good. I have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I just eat a handful of grounds. <laughs> On what grounds? <laughs> and then I punch someone un-American. <laughs> so uh so how you doing i'm doing good uh things are going great honestly couldn't couldn't possibly complain that's good glad to hear it yeah we uh we're ramping up a couple of uh, events that we're, we're doing these days we're we, uh, we're gonna be uh yeah we got con season coming up because we're being paid to go to conventions now well not paid uh reimbursed reimb- reimbursed so we aren't paying at least To go there. Yeah, so if you see us at Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, know that we flew for free. (laughs) Ish. Ish. We paid a little (laughs) extra for leg room. Yeah. Apparently, all airlines and hotels are fully aware of what reimbursing is, and so they'll they'll wait until after they've given you the receipt to give to your boss, and then they'll be like, hey, would you like to still spend $40 for a little something on the side? Oh, yeah, it's great, because they're just like... Oh, we understand. Your boss told you we're only going to pay for a basic whatever. And you're like, cool. I'll get reimbursed for that, but I'll throw an extra $25, 40 on top so I can have like a good leg room and a beer or whatever. You're exactly. like, yeah, fuck yeah. Then, then you feel fucking fancy. Yeah. And, and that's what work trips should be. You're supposed to, so there's only work trips are really for two things blowing off the actual seminars. I guess three things, blowing off the seminars feeling a little fancy, and collecting as many fucking lanyards as you can get away with. <laughs> Running by and grabbing them off of Just people. I want every lanyard I can get. so uh... <laughs> The lanyard bandit strikes again! <laughs> Our lanyards are mine! Oh, if you want your lanyard back, these riddles three, you must tell to me. You can't fight off my rapier. I'll make the sign of the lanyard. <laughs> so Star Wars, though. Star Wars, though. Last... We left our heroes. Everyone was setting up for the final battle. Roker Gepta Mm -hmm. on his way to meet up with the Navy, who had uh, begun moving into the Thon Boca, but stopped on his command. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lando Calrissian had managed to convince some of the Oswaft that they needed to create Little poop versions of themselves to mm-hmm. trick people into shooting themselves. Yep, they're gonna they're gonna make poop copies and then and then uh, increase their ri- odds of survival with via multiplicative poop copies. Uh, the one, the other, and the rest continue to speed towards whatever action uh, that is about to happen at unbelievable, unheard of, impossible speeds. Yep, and Odefa Asuna Wet is continuing his weird spy mission. Uh, to just figure out what the hell Roker Gepta is and is doing. Yeah, and apparently is just like, oh, I hate this guy for some reason. I mean, very good reasons. Everyone hates this guy, yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, Clint Shanga and his group of rogue Renatation, uh remainders are uh, are still in their fighters, attached no longer to a battleship engine, now just to a pinnace. Yeah, um, everyone hanging on to a big old pinnace. Hands on a hard pinnace. One of them's <laughs> going to win that thing. <laughs> Uh, last one to let go gets to keep it <laughs> how come no one's ever had that contest <laughs> if i was a real radio host i'd figure out whether pinnaces are regular things you could actually purchase and have a hands on <laughs> a hard penis contest come on come on radio djs <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's pretty much where everybody is. Those are the pieces that are in place as we begin our new adventure. Yeah. The last chapters here with our final confrontation start off with, uh, we've got Lando hanging out in the, the old Thon Boca Mm -hmm. and, uh, we find out that he has managed to convince, The elders and the elders have managed to convince about a thousand other Oswaft to go along with his weird little jump in front of some ships and then jump out plan. Yeah. Now that that sounds terribly impressive, given that what a what a uh, a Oswaft is. Yeah. Given that they're like, oh, we are the stodgiest motherfuckers in the entire galaxy. Yeah. They're they're pacifistic. They don't understand what's going on. But a thousand of them is still very impressive, given that they are, you know, starships. They're like living starships, so that's that's a big fleet. And it's kind of funny to me that that uh, when they actually do show up, which will happen in, in a chapter or so here, they show up in in a number that's about a million, like a lot more. Decide that they're super brave and show up. Well, yeah, that's part of the plot of this. No, I know, I know. It's just exciting to me that, uh, or it's surprising to me that the fleet doesn't see a million of these things coming and be like, and go like, oh. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Like, there's no way the fleet it matches those numbers. <laughs> I mean, especially given that the fleet doesn't know that they are pacifistic. Yes. Like, as far as the fleet knows, they can yell a ship apart. Uh-huh. And even if they can't, they could just, like, flap a wing and slap a ship and kill it. Yeah. They have all kinds of cool tricks they but could this do. Is, I mean, the other thing is, the thousand is not very imp- impressive because there are, like, a, a, a few billion of these Oswaft and a thousand went, yeah, okay. I mean, ultimately, the fact that the uh, the all, all of these Oswaft are perfectly capable of communicating across any frequency of the electromagnetic spectrum, however they would like to, with perfect efficiency, and they can instantly speak any language they learn because they have giant super logic puzzle brains and, and radio waves for for, their, for mouths. I'm surprised Lando's initial plan wasn't just like, hey, Fen, are you pretty good at impressions? Just be like, I am Roker Gepta, (laughs) and I command the whole fleet to fly into a black hole on pain of whatever. Yeah, just be like, all right, I'm going to get a, how many ships do they have? Let me get one of you guys for each ship. Each of you tell one of the other ones that one of the other (laughs) ships has gone rogue and is currently being like, Piloted by the enemies, so that they need to open fire on a ship. Then everyone opens fire on one other ship in a round robin, and yeah, then perfect. just be like, "Ha ha, <laughs> fuck you!" I mean, I like just doing it as a mass order. Given that the last time that went, that Gepta actually talked to this fleet, he was like oh, the three captains who called me to ask questions spaced them and their first officers. Yeah. And the Oswath know that because they just instinctively pick up any incoming radio signals from anywhere anyway. Yep. So as long as they were being operationally intelligent, they could have talked to Lando and be like, hey, this is going on. And he'd be like, oh, perfect. All right. Have them assassinate all the captains of all the ships. <laughs> I mean, the other thing is, oh, just in the middle of a fight, just broadband tell all of them, retreat just give them the retreat order on there that was my first one my first idea was like just tell them to leave we're done here everyone go (laughs) home says fuck this good blockade everyone go home there's a cooler of orange slices on coruscant (laughs) we're all going to the pizza hut on coruscant (laughs) you get a personal pan each someone get a table for thirty-six (laughs) thousand. Tell them we'll need separate checks. I hope they have those little marbled glasses. (laughs) No one use the claw machine. It's a scam. (laughs) Dibs on the one good arcade machine. It's the Simpsons. (laughs) It's been there since 1993. I don't know how it still works. (laughs) Okay, so i'm just saying that would have been a great plan would have this poop plan is also pretty good though but uh lando's getting ready he's getting everything set and that is when we start the action almost right away with Clint shanga's group shows up and they just have eyes obviously for the Falcon, yes, they're and they're make, they're skipping the fleet and just going in. They have permission. They're making a beeline right past the fleet. The fleet's been ordered to leave them yeah, alone. They don't give a fuck about the Oswath. They're like, nope. All we are here to do is fuck up the uh the Falcon. So they go over, they swoop in, and we start the beginning runs at the Falcon. Yes, although apparently. Th- what they don't know is that the Falcon has had this droid on it. That, actually, I guess they know that they just don't know he's a droid, but that he's been doing nothing but upgrade the Falcon for just months. Well, yeah, since the last time they fought in the Ozeon, they've, I mean, they upgraded the, uh, like the shields while they were in the Ozeon just in order to get out of there. So they already have better shields <laughs> Mm-hmm. and you better know, guns, he's been tinkering to make sure that everything reacts great. And you know, Buffy Raw is the one piloting, so you've got robot reaction time. Yeah, so he feels pretty good about it. So he's just sitting there as uh, Buffy Raw comes in and is like, "Hey, the fighters are coming." It there's he doesn't know it's them yet. He's just like, "There's a bunch of fighters coming. They're all tied to something. I can't well, yeah, tell what it is. It's the same formation." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, Lano's okay. Like, we know exactly who that is." To which to Buffy Raw's like, "Ah, crap! The Renitations. I really..." I should just, like, turn myself in and just get this over with. And he's like, the fuck you, Will. They already know the truth that you didn't actually do anything. That It's just easier that you're a scapegoat. Yeah, it, they know that you're a robot, but they don't want to believe it because if they do, it means their whole dumb thing is worthless. Yes, and so I like Lando's, let's let's go out and meet them. I was really, I don't know, for because he's been spending so much time in space, just in a suit talking to uh, Oswaft and so on, I half expected him to just be like, let's go out and meet them and just leave the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! I'll punch your spaceships. <laughs> He'll kick you apart. <laughs> Ooh, I'll kick you. I'll give you such a kicking! But no, he's flying out there, and he immediately engages in a cool dogfight. Yeah. And for some reason, in the beginning of this fight, they really come at him as just sort of bad ninjas, where it's like, ooh, two of them come at the Falcon. I'm like, dude, you have like 27 of you. What are you doing? Right. And then, oh, he blows up one of them. Now, four come at the Falcon. I'm like, dude, just send the fleet. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, ultimately, they are shooting at him, but it's all bouncing off their excellent shields and not having any effect. It would over time, but the, ac- the first couple passes are just accomplishing nothing. And meanwhile, he is just... Converting to space dust, renatasion after renatasion Oh, yeah, because they've got way better shields and also way better guns. And then the Renatations are just cobbled together random fighters with yeah. crap shields. So anytime he scores a hit, this thing will either just disintegrate or fly off into the distance. Yeah. And they do eventually identify that the thing in the middle is no longer a battleship engine, but... Basically, some sort of combination between the captain's yacht and a tow truck is what a pinnace is in Star Wars, apparently. Uh, they point out that it's only useful for low power towing operations, but then later in another chapter, they'll mention that it's the kind of ship that's perfectly comfortable for officer class as they're being shuttled from one ship to the next. Oh, yeah. It's, it is not a combat vehicle, is the big thing. All yes. it has is, you know, the ability to tow, you can go to hyperspace, and big shields it doesn't have weaponry all of its power is going into its shielding yes so so it's not part of the fight in fact it's supposed to turn around and head back to the wenis although we never actually get a description of that happening no it just hangs out it just stays there yeah it doesn't quite fulfill its orders so they fight for a while lando manages to blow up i think three to five of them and then he calls back down to buffy and he's like, hey, Buffy, what, what are our current numbers? What's going on? Uh, he, He's not concerned. He's not trying to, like, he's not bloodthirsty. He's just like, I'm no, tired. But, I mean, he's like, hey, you got to turn me around so that I can get a shot on some of these other ships. Mm-hmm. And Buffy just goes, uh, hold on. I just blew up two of 11 coming at us from the other direction. So give me a second to reorient. He's like. Wait, hold the fucking phone. You did what? <laughs> yes. He's like, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. And Buffy's like, oh, I'm sorry, Master. And then he just goes offline and doesn't talk for a minute or two. And then he finally comes back on. He's like, look, sorry, Master. I'm just trying to fly. Uh, Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, everything's fine. I'll explain it all later. Don't worry about it. And this causes Lando to straight up just, like, make bad shots and, like, doesn't shoot at some incoming guys. Because he's like, wait a minute. My... My pacifist little droid just told me he shot down two fighters. Oh, it confused me, too, because of the initial sentence. He was like, I took out two of them, Master, during that turn. And I was like, oh, did you, like, bonk into them? Was this an accident? Are you feeling conflicted? Is Buffy going to be okay? Oh, Buffy's fine. Buffy's (laughs) A-okay. It turns out, as we'll establish after this battle, when Lahisu shows up to basically really fuck up these poor fighters, you start to feel bad for the Renatations here. Oh, yeah, because eventually, the Renatations, after getting, like, half of their fucking ships blown up go oh what if we all flew at him at yeah. the same time yes and that's when Lahisu shows up and blows one of them up with his voice for fun yeah he just goes hey hey <laughs> and one explodes And he turns around hey give them what they want <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> ah yes he's he sings uh the, the classic sophie b hawkins <laughs> Ah, uh, <sighs> waiting for me to say Sadie Hawkins, weren't you? <laughs> Sadie B. Hawkins. <laughs> Sadie B. Hawkins, the dance. Uh, but anyway, no, yeah, he just shouts one of them apart. And then that's when Buffy Raw kicks up. and he's like, oh, hey, hi, Lahisu. Hey, thanks very much for earlier that conversation we had where you just deprogrammed and reprogrammed me so I can kill people. That was great. Thanks, pal. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're welcome, Buffy Raw. I mean, his whole thing is we had in the last episode where he was like, why am I able To tackle a motherfucker as long as it is to save his life. Mm -hmm. So I can do violence as long as it means I'll save a life for it. Mm -hmm. And so apparently just talking to Lahisu, he manages to logic his way (laughs) around his own programming so that he can convince himself he's like oh, no, this is shit that I'm allowed to do. There is a set of parameters that allow me to do violence. Yeah. And I'm going to manage to logic my way into going, oh, no, I can do this. I have to assume that this means that at some point in history, Luke Skywalker met Lahisu, and he was like, yeah, you, you can't kill anyone with lightsabers, obviously. That's that, that's the path of the dark side. But if you're in the seat of an X-Wing, you could just blow fuckers away all day and not even feel a little bit. <laughs> Look, when it's space, it don't count. We're working on Batman rules. <laughs> If you put guns on the Batmobile, you aren't killing anyone. The Batmobile is killing people. <laughs> we need Batmobile control in this country. <laughs> oh, Batman doesn't kill people. Batmobiles kill people. <laughs> Unfortunately, Batmobiles are protected by the 2nd Amendment. <laughs> Founding fathers wanted us to have a healthy militia with Batmobiles in case. Obviously, but they couldn't conceive of non-18th century Batmobiles. A horse-drawn Batmobile is what they were considering. Yeah, Some sort of gravity-sensible skitter-cart Batmobile, which only had weapons that were basically made out of compressed watered flour and muskets. Uh, But yes, (laughs) Lahisu... Shows up, and as soon as an Oswath shows up and just shouts a couple of them apart, they pull back. They're, They're like, like, oh, uh, oh well, nope, <laughs> nope, okay, live to fight another day. Except that's not their motto even a little bit. Yeah, it's weird that they were like, oh, all right, well, now that we're losing, we'll leave. I'm like, no, this was a suicide mission from the start. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, this is, un- I mean, ultimately, if any of these ships had hyper drives, they would have Holdo maneuvered uh, Lando years ago. I mean, I was amazed that none of them just went, fuck it, ramming. Ramming speed. Yeah, no one tries that. Yeah. I thought there was a point in this where I thought someone was attempting to do that. It happened in one of the other books. It yeah. Ha- yeah, it happened in the, uh, in the in the asteroid one, the Bohuamata one, where the flame went, where one of them just rammed the ship because they couldn't think of anything else to do. Yeah. I was like, dude, you have like a couple dozen ships, just all of them charge at this thing. Some yeah. of you will get through. Yeah. So this dogfight does go on for quite a while though, because eventually Lando blows up a fighter and he, after he blows it up, he thinks for a second. He's like, wait, that wasn't one of those Renatation junk ships. That was a real Navy fighter. Where are we? Oh yeah. Well, he's also like, oh, Lahisu, it's so good of you to show up here, but shouldn't you be, you know, with the forward group, the Oswalt, like the thousand of them that were going to go fuck with the, uh, the Navy and do that. He's like, oh no, I'm here to help my friends. Also because you showed bravery right now you managed to convince many more to join and that's when we go <laughs> the over Oswacht to the Oswaft we'll remember this the Oswaft point of view we then jump to and they're like yeah we got a million fucking Oswaft now <laughs> and it shows up on the navy uh radars they're like oh shit there's a million of those assholes out there Wait, no, two million, because they all poop a ghost version of themselves. Yeah, And we have one more conversation between Sen and Faye, the, the current leaders of the Osloft, uh, after the the un- untimely death of Boggy. And uh, and Sen and Faye are like, yeah, it's time to do this. I can't believe we're doing this. Are you ready? And the other one's like, no, let's fucking go, though. And oh, yeah. I love one of them is like, Ugh, I can't believe we're doing this. This is crap. Oh man, we might get killed. That sucks. And the other one's like, "No, dude, that rules. It's, it's amazing." Yeah, one of them—they they have this neat fatalistic view where they're like, "Dying would be something new." They're all kind of realizing just exactly how stagnant of a species they've been. Yeah, Sen at least is like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm into it." Instead of just hanging around and living just to be alive, mm-hmm. it's neat to do something. Yeah. I'm on board. Whereas Fen is still like yeah that's dumb as fuck, but I'm still doing it yeah so once they once they start pooping themselves they're like S- sweet because they just recently learned about gambling so like every time I poop myself and fly around it, I increase my odds by that much yeah they're so basically this- doing a fucking blur spell yeah <laughs> And then they put their plan into motion. They fly between ships, poop copies and and bounce away again. Yeah. And as the ships terrifying open fire on these these copies, they start lancing super turbo lasers. Apparently they've got like a new kind of turbo laser that's green and ultra powerful. I think that might be a reference to impending Death Star plans, maybe. But uh the, the green super thick turbo lasers uh are able to immediately punch holes and blow up other ships. Oh, yeah, the, the Oswaft can't when the shields are up on these cruisers, they can't hurt them. No, but that the whole point is to just go, all right, we'll put what looks like an Oswaft between two big old ships. Mm-hmm. But when they shoot at it, it's just a hollow shell. So it goes right through and hits the other one. Exactly. So so uh, th- it says that it takes them quite a while. This is this is a very big fight. It's a huge blockade. There's a bunch of Oswaft and they say it takes them 15 minutes of nonstop battle to destroy 11% of the fleet at minimal losses to the actual Oslof themselves. Yes. Which is crazy. That's so much. <laughs> this this is a huge fight. But then all of a sudden, everything stops. Because the Wenis is here. The Wenis shows up, mm-hmm. and Roker Gepta's like, Bwa-ha-ha! Murder time! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is, uh, these chapters go fast. So if this episode's a little less than the full hour, I apologize. Hey, man, it's all action now instead of just people ponderously consuming things and being like, yeah, my, I wonder why I am the way I am. Instead, Mm -hmm. it's like, let's shoot bitches. Woo! Yes. Yes. But so, so yeah, the. Uh, the, the battle goes on for quite some time everyone pulls back because they're just trying to see what's happening right as the Wenis arrives finally and it's like hey I'm ordering a full stop I did not authorize whatever the fuck this is on, on by oh, order yeah. of the edict of the blah 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 well he knows what's going on so he's like stop shooting none of them are hurting you we have lost 11% of ships to friendly fire just cease mm-hmm. fire yeah and of course now that the uh, the Oswaf are no longer being polite about not reading communication we actually get Gepta's announcement from from the Oswath point of view. They're like, oh, someone told them to stop. It's some weird high-pitched asshole who's yelling about Pizza Hut. Uh. <laughs> some guy over there is real worried about whether or not they'll get the right table with the checkered cloth. I told you, above two toppings is extra. Find the one with a salad bar. <laughs> you don't ever use the salad bar. Yes, but it's the nice one. Yes, <laughs> Good yeah, so he pops in and he puts out the sort of general broadband announcement that goes to everybody, including the pulled back Renatations and Lando, that's like, hey, here's the deal. I have the tools in my possession to kill everything in this entire nebula immediately and with no way around it. Yeah, they will die. And not only will they die, nothing will be allowed to live in this entire place for the rest of time. Mm hmm. And in case you doubt me, he fires off a missile towards uh, our elders and a group of other Oswaf that are there. They just stop to check out what's happening. Yeah, they're just like, huh, I wonder what that thing is. And then a tiny little fart of green energy comes out of the side of the Wenis, streaks toward them and vanishes. And then all of them turn pale, ghostly green, scream in pain, and disappear where they are. Yeah, they... They die like a disintegrator from original Star Trek. They die like someone went back in time and killed them as babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the green goop also, of course, only kills living things. Mm-hmm. So they also see like, oh, all the little poop th- versions of themselves that were around are completely untouched. Only the actual Oswalt got murdered by that. Yeah, so he's like, as you can see, we've seen through your dumb ruse. And uh, this thing doesn't care it only murders living things and i set it to self-destruct otherwise it would keep replicating and murder everyone so i love his little speech where he's like that was a demonstration of one times ten to the negative 17th power amount of the stuff that i have access to the size of a filterable virus that went and murdered all of these giant beings, and you'll see the true power. I'm like, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. That. I get well, it. He does eventually get to the point, which is hilarious. He's like, okay, here's the deal. If if you win, I'll have the fleet fuck off. Oh, and if, if you win is, you have to duel, duel me. me. Yeah, I was going to get to that because he said he makes it the end of the sentence, uh, of the, the pronouncement, which is hilarious because his, his, his speech is, if you win, I'll have the fleet fuck off. If I win, I'll release one... Th- Thousand tons of this green goop I have into the nebula, and also you have to duel me in space to the death. Yeah, you and me, Lando, in space. What invites me? No. Yeah, literally, let's have a fucking space suit fight. 1v1 me in space slaps only. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? No, it's amazing. No what odd it is. job. It's amazing. Not only does this book eschew all Jedi and lightsabers, they were probably told to because of when this kit was written, but uh, any references to the old rebellions and so on, but it gives us something I've never seen in Star Wars before, two people getting out of their ships and punching each other between them. It is the weirdest thing to be like, ah. I want to have a duel, just you and me, and we're going to do it in space. And you're like, why? Well, Because it's the only place. Why would you not just go, oh, I'll murder everything in here unless Lando comes over to my ship. Why say like, oh, I'll duel you. No, just murder him. What is what the fuck are you doing? This makes no sense for Gepta. (laughs) Gepta's whole deal is like, how many times has he let Lando get away from him at this point? That's that's the thing. He's one of those fucking guys. He's got a toy with his prey, and he's got to kill him himself, and he's got to do It's not about honor. It's just about the satisfaction. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it isn't about honor. He should just go, the terms of the condition are you surrender yourself to me, and I won't murder everyone. And then once he does go, ha-ha, I murder everyone anyway, that's what he should be doing. But instead, he's, we're going to go have a slap fight in space, and regardless of if I win or lose dump this shit and murder everyone no one knows that yet though that's that's a big secret i mean it's not a secret no i mean we immediately find it out no of course yeah it's the very next scene is him getting set up to go out into space and talking to his like guy on the And he's okay now what did i tell you what were my specific orders repeat them back to me (laughs) i dump. Uh i dump the poison whether or not you win the duel Okay, and two hands on the cup, remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now oh, use your fork. Mm. You call <laughs> me at any time and I'll pick you up. No questions asked. I just want you to be safe. Oh, here's $20. Don't spend it all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's like, look, uh, what, he basically tells this dude from the Venice, hey, dump the poison no matter what, and if you get any second thoughts about exterminating an entire species, uh, remember that I just dispatched an ultra-light-speed high courier to your home planet, and if I don't send a second message later, your family's gonna die. Which feels weird, because he's like, oh yeah, dump all of this shit and murder everyone, whether I win or lose. But I'm like, okay, but if he loses, he can't send a follow-up, so why would you dump anything? Yeah, I guess the idea is that he would contact his family and be like, hey, uh, clear out. Someone's coming to murder you because of this fucking <laughs> wizard I work for. It's some bullshit. Don't ask. I I can't. There's. I know. I get that there's like the whole psyche thing of following orders. But the second that motherfucker got out of that ship, I'd go open fire on him. <laughs> yeah. Turbo laser, Roker, Gepta, just get them both. Just blow those motherfuckers just up. Just get Lando too. I don't care. It'd be hilarious if he flew, if Gepta flew out and then a turbo laser just incinerated Lando out in space and they were like, yeah, just making sure, save my family. <laughs> hey, looks <laughs> like you won. Now, uh, you got a radio, uh, call the th- the courier or you're no, next. No, you have robbed me of my victory. Okay. Turbo laser, yeah. him? Him too. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> But yeah, he has this quick conversation with this guy before he leaves. And keep in mind, we've already established that Gepta can just be in a hard vacuum. He doesn't need a space suit or anything. So he just floats out there. Oh, no. He's in a suit. He's in his robes. No, he's in a suit. Is he? I thought he yes. was just in his fucking robes because he can totally go out in space all he wants. No, he, is, right. he is in a suit because it makes mention of that later. All right. That's fair. Um... Anyway, he flies out to meet Lando. We we do get a big conversation with Lando and Buffy at this point where they're prepping for this duel. He's like, I guess I gotta do it. This is ridiculous. Yeah, Buffy was sent over to the Wenis in order to get the terms of the duel. Yes, and has returned with them. And the terms of the duel are like <laughs> So Roker Gepta is so convinced of his sorcerer of Tund capabilities or whatever that uh he's allowing Lando a weapon and he can bring Buffy Ra with him because Buffy Ra he's like Lando has no chance. I want to kill both of these things. And also, Vuffy-Raw can't do damage, mm-hmm. so he thinks. He's harmless. He could just be out in space with Lando. He could just watch him die for all I care. And he also assumes that he can reprogram Vuffy to oh, yeah, Osuna, uh, betray him. Yeah, Osuna-Wet is what... the. It's interesting that that part of the conversation is that they are assuming that, that Roker-Gepta is assuming that Osuna-Wet can reprogram him uh, because, as we'll learn in a second, Osuna-Wet isn't where anyone thinks he is. Uh, so, so what happened? Yeah. They're like, yeah, he probably thinks that Osuna wet can reprogram me to kill you and be back at, under his direct command. And Lando's like, can he? Psh, no, <laughs> he couldn't do shit to me. He, he could barely do it before. and Now that I've had my, all my time with you and my conversations with Lahisu, I'm fully re- cognizant of my entire inner workings and cannot be reprogrammed in any way I don't want to be. Yeah. So no, plus no one knows he can do his whole splitting up into a lot of parts thing. Yeah. He's like, look. No one knows I can do violence now, mm-hmm. and no one knows I can turn into a bunch of little tentacle guys. Yeah. So we got the drop on this guy. Yeah, we have a lot of advantages here. The only thing we don't have is that we have to fight some kind of space wizard. <laughs> Beyond that part. Beyond the fact that we are indeed fighting a space wizard in space. Mm-hmm. Someone make that Dio song. Hopefully Dio. <laughs> hopefully the dead Dio. <laughs> Fine. Hopefully dancing. I don't really feel like that's his style, but I would like to see Danzig re- re- Write a song called fighting a space wizard in space, <laughs> the space wizard of space. <laughs> and uh, then they go out to fucking fight. Yeah. Everyone is now watching a yeah, broker in just a very bland gray suit. Yeah, who goes out there and Lando in his bright yellow suit. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, even the Renatations, the surviving Renatations at this point have just pulled up alongside that pinnace thing again to just watch because a lot of this part is from Clint Shanga's point of view. Because uh, they watch Lando come out, and then, oh no, the Butcher of Renatasia comes out as well, Buffy Raw, and he's like, he's in that fucking robot costume again. He's always in that goddamn robot costume. It must be a spacesuit or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, how I hate him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he couldn't possibly be a robot unless... And then the moment they see him come out, Burn, remember, the, y- I can't fly a ship once I don't got no stogies in my mouth, boss guy, the only other person in the Renitations who ever gets a name, uh, deci- he sees the butcher and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go kill that guy now, and immediately jets his ship forward to kill them, and is turbo-lasered into oblivion instantly. Yeah. And the is just calls out, hey, no interfering, we will murder you. Stay the fuck back, Renitations. you can clean up when we're done. <laughs> uh, and... They manage to get next to each other, and we start the weird space fight with Lando has his s- s- fucking sting beam same with five gun. shots. His same little gun he always has. And, uh, you know, Roger Gepta just has hand lasers because he's a wizard. Yes, although I think it's eventually established that that's not true, as we'll learn in a minute here. Uh, there's a part where they mention that he has a military-grade blaster rifle on his person as well. But yeah, he opens by just lifting one of his arms and shooting a beam of of out of something from his arm uh, right at where Lando had been. Yeah, because they're floating around. Yeah. And Gepta is an expert at zero-G maneuvering. That's, that's like one of his specialties. But unfortunately, as we've established, over three books of content, Lando does his best thinking in zero gravity and is very used to hanging around the Falcon with the gravity turned off. Yeah, so he's using all of the maneuvering jets and everything on his little spacesuit and being like... Fuck you, I'm great at dodging laser blasts, apparently. Yes, and so he's just whipping around doing dogfight maneuvers as Gepta just sort of stands there, it floats there in space, and just with both hands now is just beam, 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 shooting laser wizard lasers. And you know, Lando manages to shoot him in the chest, which just goes through him and does nothing. It pings off Buffy and doesn't actually hurt him. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like eh. And then we get our surprise counterattack from Buffy. Uh, As Lando's flying around, making a big old dancing bear out of himself to keep uh, Roker Gepta's attention, Buffy suddenly attacks as five distinct snake arms and not the little uh, pentagram bit in the middle. Yeah. Pentagon. Little little snake arms go shooting through space towards him. Yeah. And while all of this is happening, we then get the pinnace starts moving forward and for some reason broadcasting out of it, Osuna Wet is like, now's my chance! I'm going to kill Roka Gepta! Everyone's like, wait, what the fuck is happening? And that is when two things happen for Clint Shango. One, he's like, oh fuck, this dude is actually a robot. He can detach his fucking arms Mm -hmm. and they're all metal. God damn it, this is a robot. It's really a robot. My life is a lie. And then he hears that voice again. And it's Wet being like, I'm going to end this stupid farce once and for all. I'm going to kill everybody that's in space right now. I'm going to I'm going to get that Roker Gepta and he's going to die. And when he hears Osunawet say that for some reason just sort of broadcast out to the navy. Yeah. <laughs> which I would assume the navy would then go open fire on that fucking stupid thing. That's exactly what they do in a second. Yeah, but He's like, ah, instead of just being sneaky, I'll let everyone know what my evil plan is. I don't even know why he moved the ship. Just point the lasers and shoot. It doesn't have lasers. Oh, that's right. He pretty much has to ram them or bonk into them. (laughs) That's pathetic. He is running towards Roker Gepta just to hit him, I suppose. (laughs) He's going to lean out the window and swing a baseball bat at him. (laughs) Drive me closer. I want to hit him with my sword. (laughs) But yeah, as soon as he does this proclamation on all channels, Shanga's like, Oh, fuck. I know that voice. God damn it. It's the fucking guy, the, the the secretary that was behind the Butcher of Renatasia the whole time. Except between that and the fact that the Butcher of Renatasia is clearly a droid, I uh, that guy's the butcher. Oh, I Are, get it. I put yeah, two I, and two uh, together. Fine. And then he radios all the other guys So I guess don't get it. I mean, they must be dumb Renatations. And he's like, he's like hey, everybody. Uh, Let's butcher, go murder that guy, yeah, whether you realize why or not. Get the guy in the penis. He's the actual problem. And before they even get a chance to, they're all converging on the penis when the when just lances it into nothing. Just I told you people to stop fucking moving. No, man, they try and shoot the penis. It bounces off of its shields Super and blows shielding. up one of the, oh, right? Uh, yeah. The fighters. I'm now remembering what happens. And exactly. Just, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Because it, at that point, it executors. <laughs> uh, Shang is like, all right, well, I have some control over the pinnace from remote control that we had to have in order to use it as our little, you know, new engine. Yeah. Which I can't stop it from doing anything or, like, lower its shields or do anything. What I can do, however, is engage its tractor beams for us. So we are going to engage the tractor beams, and instead of it pulling us, we are all going to, like, gun the engines and pull it And then they just slingshot it at the Wenis. Yes. As soon as it starts going fast enough, they turn the uh, tractor beam off and let it fling into it. Yeah. They just hook it like so many A-wings into the uh, command tower of the executor. And uh, it goes into the Wenis via the side, this big-ass tow truck. Flies into the side of the battleship. And the Wenis' shields were down yeah, because they, they had were let, prepared for Gepta to come back. Yeah, they had let Gepta out a couple minutes ago and not bothered to put the shields back up. Well, yeah, they needed it down so he could come back. Mm-hmm. And it, so this heavily shielded ship just goes slingshotting into the Wenis. There's a moment of silence, and then there's a catastrophic, gigantic explosion that sends everybody careening away from it, including L- Lando, Buffy, and... They're they're fine. Don't worry. Oh, they're fine. They're not in the explosion radius. Yeah, they just get hit by a shockwave. Yes, but during that, meanwhile, Buffy Raw has managed to get all of his arms all the way around uh, Roker Gepta and is basically strangling him and trying to pin him in place. But he's having a hard time finding anything meaningful to hold purchase on because it's just a collection of loose, weird robes. But that is when flying through space. Uh, Lando had had a shot that was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do another like dead center mass." Yeah, got him right through the back. But instead, shoots him in the foot, which then happens to cause all of the spacesuit to suddenly just deflate and go limp. Mm-hmm. And that is when he goes over, looks inside the spacesuit, and in the foot of it sees that he has shot a little snail guy. <laughs> yep. Turns out Roker Gepta, little snail guy. Turns out that the foreshadowing from way the fuck back in uh, Flamewind, when Lando mentioned that he had met some little tiny species in his day, such as the croak, uh, which I intentionally stopped us from doing his bonus content back then. Uh, it, that's what he is. He's a little tiny guy. Uh, Roker it's Gepta's, his birthday. Yeah, he's been in <laughs> these fucking robes to pretend to be... He's, he's been wearing a disguise to look like humans, guys. But he's not a man. He's a little spider snail. He's a he's a spider snail. Yeah, he's a little tiny piece of shit from a planet called Croak, I think. Called a Croak that he, he looks like a little snail with 12 nasty legs. And so, you know, he just digs into the foot of this spacesuit, grabs Gepta Which as is, a tiny snail and is like Oh, you're one of those things. What a piece of shit you are! And crushes him. He's still alive, but he's not doing much because he did recently get shot. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I, I've heard these things are like the masters of illusion or whatever." I don't care. And then he just squeezes him with both hands till he pops. Yep, just and gets a t- bunch of goop all over him. and He's like, "Oh, I got Gepta on me." <laughs> yep, that's the end of that's the end of old Al Roker Gepta. He gets he gets uh, squished into jelly and. Uh, kind of an unceremonial end for both of the villains yeah and then of course the navy's like all right well i guess we go back to it and that is when the one the other and the rest show up in like 50 kilometer wide spaceships but not in them they are them yeah i mean we've known for a while that they were they were something powerful and yes they are roughly each one of them and there's Uncountable vast millions of these things. That's what the rest is. Each one of these things is roughly half the diameter of the Death Star. Yeah. So all of a sudden, just like a couple Death Stars show up and then tons of them show up and they're like, everyone stop fighting or I will fuck your shit. And then one ship, I think it's called the Recalcitrant. Yeah. The one that actually had the sort of like death star super green laser i love these pre-empire empire names for all the ships where they're all called things like the reluctant and the recalcitrant and the cowardly and you're just like huh they changed the names later to things like you know the the in, in, uh, invictus and so on now but here they're all they're all given these weird coward names <laughs> i wonder if it's because it was a standing not at war navy at that time and they were like just giving them names that were like yeah it's fine don't worry about it everybody we're Where all of our ships are just named after good idea. The pragmatism. (laughs) The think about it for a bit. (laughs) The one step at a time. (laughs) Ah, I'm captain of the easy now. (laughs) The Sundancer 3. This one's just my boat. So yeah, the reluctant opens fire with its... Recalcitrant, yeah. Recalcitrant opens fire with its big... Green laser that's sort of the precursor to the Death Star Obviously and Obviously this does nothing. Yeah, the one just goes, That's cute. And opens fire with a larger beam that <laughs> does the whole like the back oh, and forth thing. Yeah. The it's the like two wizards hit lasers at each other yeah. and just pushes the beam back into it, blows up the recalcitrant, and goes, Once again, if you keep fighting, I will fuck your shit. <laughs> Don't be a dummy. Yeah. So these giant space spheres with one red eye each come popping into existence and they're like, okay, Navy bitches leave. <laughs> uh, yeah. And after seeing basically countless giant fuck off ships, the Navy just kind of goes. Yeah, all right. Well, you know what? We've had a good one. (laughs) It's been a good run, but we want to get home to where there's ice cream and cigarettes and porno. Now, the one sad thing is, through this, uh, Vuffy Raw, unfortunately, took a blast. Yeah, as, as I mentioned earlier, there's a point when they established that maybe Roker Gepta can shoot space beams, or maybe he was just using a military blaster that he was hiding in the robes. No one's sure, but at one point, Buffy raw takes a strong hit to center mass and is temporarily disabled. Yeah. He's, he's turned see off lights go out and he's just got a big hole in the middle of him. Yeah. And you know, Lando goes and collects his arms, but he's like doing that sad, like wake up dad thing where he tries to stick the arms back into him and they won't connect. <laughs> it's too late to call this episode. Lights go out on Buffy. <laughs> and that's a wrap on Buffy, Everyone. <laughs> Good job. All right. <laughs> uh but yeah he gets he gets hit and no one's sure what happened the other thing that people aren't clear about in the in the terms of this battle is where's lahisu he hasn't shown up or made his presence felt in quite some time no so so there's two things missing uh sen and fey are of course dead so they they took the initial missile yeah so of the uh of the lahisu we or so the oswaft we know the names of there's one unaccounted for and it was a pretty pitched battle so the hopes aren't high but then we cut to the next chapter, and it's fine. We're in denouement mode now. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we get the, like, the end of that is when uh, Lando's doing his sad, trying to yeah. hook the tentacles back Murphy, up. Talk to me, buddy. The one, a, a giant fuck-off spaceship goes, Lando, I understand your problems. That was my son. <laughs> 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 well, then you can't operate on him. <laughs> uh so i love that that was my son step away from him i share your pain but not really because you know buffy's fine yeah but it ended like that was my son and it's this supposed to be very sad moment where lando's like come on buddy work and then immediately the next chapter opens with sublock said the one and you're like fuck you no no (laughs) enough of these no, you are not allowed to open yet another chapter with someone yelling Sabacc. God damn it! Also, can we have one time when anyone wins this game via any other method? Yeah, Please. just have it be like, and the one said twenty. That's good enough, and I win. <laughs> I call. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a uh, another Sabacc game, and who's playing Sabacc this time? Why, it's the one. I think just the one, but also Clint Shanga and Lando. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe the other is there, because they've got a table of four. Yeah, yeah, there must be the other, because there's no one else who could be there. At first they said Admiral, and I was like, oh my god, did they actually invite the Admiral of the Navy over as part of the terms of surrender? But no, he he meant Admiral Clint Shanga, yes. giving him his old military title. Uh, So yeah, they're, they're playing, and it turns out that there's a part where, where he goes, Sabak, and he's like, I win, Lando, and Lando's like, yeah, I don't care, I'm 17- trillion up on you right now and i don't know what currency that is. <laughs> I don't even know what we are playing for. Buddy it's Lyra. You should uh <laughs> my man. <laughs> oh wait, that's got replaced. But still. <laughs> uh so so yeah, he's up 17 trillion. We're ending with Lando quite wealthy. Um and yeah, the one's like, "Yeah, everything's going to be fine. Every part of Buffy Ross contains every other part of Buffy Ross." So, yeah, we the whole point of him was to contain information that we would get back. We weren't going to make him so that a random blast would undo all of that. Yeah. So he has everything recorded. It's fine. We're going to learn all the things we need. Mm-hmm. And then that could, that could sound problematic, where he's like, we're going to get everything we need out of him, but, you know, we're done with him, so why why turn him back on? You, you know what I mean? He's like a VCR. like." <laughs> But instead, well, I mean, the book is trying to play at the idea that Buffy Ra is dead. Yeah. Except that Buffy Raw just pops up midway through this conversation because he's just fixing the Falcon again, which is just what he likes to do. Yeah. I mean, again, it was the book being like, oh, and Lando looked and there were only four people and the game would be better with five. But there was someone, someone dear missing. And I'm like, yeah, we know he's not dead. Quit trying to make us feel like he's dead. We know you put out a plate for Joshua. <laughs> Josh, get in here. <laughs> hey, I'm Star Wars Joshua. Quit making that's... TikToks, Josh. That's get my, in here. That's my full real legal name, Star Wars Joshua. <laughs> I'm Star Wars Joshua. I make TikToks. <laughs> Is it Joshua or Elijah you leave a plate out for? You leave a plate for Elijah. Oh, well, luckily for me, I wasn't being... <laughs> <laughs> luckily for me, we just left a plate for Joshua, my son, a who different does TikToks. person. Who's not a reference to anything at all? No, we left a plate out for my son Joshua, who uh-huh. does TikToks under the name Star Wars Joshua. <laughs> a legal name. <laughs> His Christian name, Star Wars Joshua. All Last name, Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, (laughs) this is where we get the Lahisu conversation where Wuffy Raw comes after this, this, what happened to Wuffy Raw? He just comes rolling in. He's been fixing Falcon parts. That's what he likes to do. And, and, uh, that's when Lando's like, Hey, have you heard from Lahisu? And he goes, "Uh, uh, yeah, actually, uh, he took off in the middle of the battle. He said, he said he heard something important about a courier and he wanted to go talk to them. Yeah. And Lahisu comes back and is like, yeah, I shouted this dude to death. Sorry about that. I had to fuck off during the battle. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, there was this courier who was going to go kill a bunch of innocent people over a matter of some dumb bullshit. Uh, I just wanted to ask them to stop. But I did ask them very loudly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we find out that they, because they lost all of their elders, they had the three and we know all of them are gone now. They had originally been like, hey, we have a new concept. What if Lahisu is our new elder? Because... We no longer equate age with wisdom and Lahisu was like oh there is a, no way in hell I would take that position that's a job where I have to stay in the thonboka you guys can just i, I don't know suck I'm, poop out of the atmosphere or whatever it is we do i'm going to go do stuff cuz uh-huh. i like do that's my whole deal have you guys forgot I like doing stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to sit around and adjudicate dumb crap for you. I do like the one popping up at that point and being like, yes, they've established that age is not commensurate with wisdom. They're going to have a process where they pick a leader based on different qualities. I approve as I, aside from Buffy Raw, am the youngest of my own species. Oh, look at you. Interesting. You fucking brown noser to yourself, I guess how do he get elected then? I guess he's just the coolest one. I mean, he's the youngest, so I assume he was the least entrenched. <laughs> Maybe he was just the most recent Buffy. I mean, except that they they consistently tell us that Buffy was a new idea. Exactly. They'd never done anything like that before, so that can't be it. We do get a little bit here as Lando's like, so what are you anyway? And he's like, oh. What's your whole fucking deal? He's like, okay, so yes, first of all, we are droids made by a species that looks like this. You know, oh, yes, yeah, because they the... actually have on the ship playing is a droid that looks like Buffy raw that's just sort of hey this is my avatar when i want to go deal with people yeah, but it's balding and has a mustache because it's his Wuffy raw's dad <laughs> it's a bit of a punch on that robot <laughs> wearing an apron that says kiss the cook yeah it's- <laughs> well i guess we're gonna go sabacc to basics ah, dad jokes ah. come on Buffy, let's have a catch who wants a Miller light? <laughs> Buffy, you can have a sip. <laughs> Don't tell the other. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, he's like, yeah, okay, so we are descend or we are built by a race that looks like these little things. Uh, like but way back in the day we were. We were. And, and really far away, like incomprehensibly far away. And also uh, they were a species that had no cultural interest in leaving their homeworld. They did not want to go to space. And so they built robots to do it for them. And then while we were out there doing that for them, a supernova took their whole planet. And because they all live there, they're gone. That left us without purpose. And it took us millennia to find one. And here we are. Yeah. We've been basically out in space, just evolving and occasionally making new ones of us. But every time we make a new one, it's just exactly like the other ones. Mm-hmm as we know everything, and we've known it for forever. Yeah, we're so ancient and have collected so much data on everything that we are just incomprehensibly smart, mm-hmm. but we didn't have any sort of, like, you know, real human interaction. They pretty much just were like, all right, we want someone to go figure out what the fuck being a regular dude is like, yeah. and made buffy. Yeah, we basically, we realized we were completely stagnating and not developing or advancing culturally, and we're getting increasingly stupid and set in our ways when one of us, and he, like, turns around and looks at one of the others, put a fucking Punisher sticker on himself with a Trump wig on it, <laughs> and I was like, okay, we need new ideas. No more Fox News. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's why Vuffy Raw. So we're now Vuffy Raw is going to tell us everything he saw, and it's going to change everything for all of us quite a bit. So, hey. Thanks, Lando. We're going to make you super wealthy and so are the surviving Oswaft. Oh, yeah, because when we end it, Lando has an entire ship full of fucking gems and he's like, it's every gem I've ever heard of and a lot I don't that I'll have to find someone to tell me what it is. Yeah, and you don't get that much out of him in this chapter beyond that now he's a good guy. But Clint Shanga is here playing cards, too. And there's a point where he loses a hand to Lando and he's like, oh, I'm going to get it back out of you, Lando. I'm going to take either your hide or a hundred billion billion dollars. And you know that he's going to get rich off this dumb game, too, because neither of the alien species gives a shit about this. Oh, no. I mean, you have to imagine he's like, all right, I'm going to take a whole cargo hold worth of gems. And it's not like Shanga can't go. Hey, can you guys fart out a few of those for me? Yeah, Exactly. Like, why not? Especially because he could just take them back and add, give them to the Renatation Reconstruction Effort. Exactly. Like, I know he's been a fatalistic dill hole about that for forever. Like, there's nothing to go back to, and there's no reason to go back to it. But, you know, you show a guy a couple hundred trillion credits, and you're like, hey, take these back and invest in farms. Yeah, I mean, it's very tragic that, like, 80% of his people were murdered, mm-hmm. but there is still 20% of your population that exists. Maybe help them. Yes, so I assume that's what's going to happen, but that's that's all guessing on our part. Yeah, all there he, is nothing in the text that says he does anything aside from play a game and then fuck off. Yeah, he just kind of drunkles at Han a little bit, or Lando a little bit, and that's it. Uh, we When Laizu gets back, we get one last conversation between him and uh, Lando, where he's like, hey, can I ask you a question? And Lando, who fully anticipates what this is, is like, yes, the Falcon is a ship and we live inside it. We're animals. And before your second question, uh, the the one, the other, and the rest are... Space, sentient they're, ships. they're like you they're sentient they are machines but they're like you in that they live in space and they can send out little robots so like me and buffy are little versions ground walking types and you and the one big space things okay you up to speed all right but falcon nothing Fal- the, the falcon's a whole other thing it's just a thing. machine big empty machine that doesn't think yeah mm-hmm uh yet <laughs> <laughs> See solo for details. <laughs> Don't see solo. <laughs> it's not bad. it's actually eh, it's fine. It's okay. It definitely is very disjointed. yeah. uh anyway, then we get our final goodbyes because uh Buffy Raw is living true to his programming will stay behind with the, with these these uh alien with the one, the other, and the rest. We don't get their species name here. I know it, but we don't get it here. Oh, Ooh, I'm fancy. Maybe oh, look ch- at you. Maybe check out the bonus content. Oh uh, maybe go to systemmasterypodcast.com mm-hmm. and give us money, or go to patreon.com slash system and give us money. Mm-hmm. You'll find out things. Yeah, you'll learn what they are. Although if you really were curious, we would have just Googled Wuffy Raw a long time ago. Don't so. do that. No, <laughs> give us money. <laughs> Instead give us money. We're on a downslope slope and we need Let to me pick google it. that for you. We got to figure out what's going wrong. <laughs> for 5 bucks, I will google it for you. 4. It's just 4 bucks. Yeah, but for 5 bucks, I'll do it. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so uh buffy's gonna stay behind with his people and do what he wants to and him and lando are having a conversation buffy is effectively being giving lando the like okay remember you got a baby the falcon uh you can't turn oh, this you, sensor to this when you go and you you gun the engines you got to make sure that you don't turn this hard or else it'll lose power and he's like yeah yeah i know i know mm-hmm, thank you very much are you sure this is a two-person ship you sure you can't stay and why why wouldn't you want to and buffy's like look I'm going to try and explain this in biological terms. You know how you like breathing? I like staying behind and doing the thing I was programmed to do. Oh, well, yeah. He's like, for some reason, it's not just a download process. He can't just be like, boop, here you go. We're done. <laughs> he instead has to, like, sit around and talk to them about yeah, it. He needs to submit his data for the approval of the Midnight Society. <laughs> I call this tale Lando Calrissian and the Wind of Ozeon. <laughs> But yeah, he's <laughs> like, wow, lots of orgy stuff in this one, Buffy. <laughs> Weird, Buffy. But I like it. <laughs> strange you choose to focus on it, given that it's not the main portion of the story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like, look, I I have been programmed to do this. It is like my prime order. I need to do this in the same way you need to breathe. Like, yes. it is just part of keeping me around yeah i i it's it's a natural process that i have to do maybe at some point i'll come back but probably i'm just going to evolve into one of these spaceships yes <laughs> and i love that lando is inherently grokked that already and is like look Lahisu, he he says to him they they're buffy is a larval spaceship he will eventually turn into one of these big spheres yeah if he eats his veggies and grows up right he might turn into one of these things yeah which is hilarious. I like the process that it's the idea that it's slow. Like Matt, what does an adolescent one of these look like? <laughs> Half a spaceship, a couple little tentacles out in the front. Gr- grumpy spaceship. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, leave me alone. Spaceship that only has one remaining tentacle and only uses it for inappropriate masturbation <laughs> and appropriate masturbation. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other thing is. This is the point where the book is like, oh, we have to get Lando to where he was. So he's like, all right, I'm going to have a lot of riches. And while I still kind of have some adventure in me, I'm currently feeling like I should probably settle down. I've got enough money. Maybe I could buy a city. Yeah. 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 So we know that he's going to go buy Cloud City. Uh, You get it? He's going to connect to Star Wars. Yeah. So this is. The book's way of explaining why is it he is in charge of Cloud City. He bought it with a bunch of gems. Yeah, which is interesting because the the, the Han books didn't do that. The third, the, the end of that, we never read the end. We only read the first one of those. But they just end with him being like, and now for more adventures and not like, and now to smuggle for Jabba. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is a surprise. But there you go. That's where it ends. He's like, hey, I'm rich enough. I'm going to buy a city. Uh, Buffy, it was real nice. I'm going to miss you. And, uh, you know, keep in touch, though, buddy. And and yeah. There you have it. And hey. You know what? Now that you're on your way to be a giant, you know, spaceship of your own, maybe don't call me master. Yeah, we've been skipping those. There's a couple of really fun ones in this this episode in particular. There's one where where Lando's like, "Buffy, I need a status report, and don't call me master." And he's like, "Yes, Matt. I got (laughs) you. Yeah, I I got there first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so he says that to Buffy, and then Buffy goes, "Uh, yeah, all right, Lando. Why didn't you just ask me in the first place?" You <laughs> asshole! You little shit! <laughs> Ooh, you! You know full well you've been what the past couple years have been. <laughs> I wanted to be like, yeah, Lando. Also, that mustache looks dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of that. All right, Lando, that sounds great. Also, I took a huge dump. Peace. <laughs> oh, by the way, we eventually evolve into making huge dumps. <laughs> Shitter's clogged. Bye. <laughs> I'll sell that shitterful full to the Oswaft. Ha-ha! <laughs> For more gems! <laughs> and uh, that's it. The Oswaft are going to be fine. Lahisu is not going to stay in charge. Nope. The one, the other, and the rest are going to get their story. Klinshanga is probably going to take a couple of Renatations back to Renatasia. And Lando's going to go by Cloud City. The end. The end. And that wraps up the the Lando Calrissian Adventures trilogy. Three fucking trilogy. books. Yeah. If you ever wanted to know what it was like for us to stick with the trilogy the whole time, there you have it. Yeah. All right. Good. And? I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, the next book won't do that. Good. You'll be fine. And I know what it is. Ooh. Ooh. But I can't say it here. But you'll find out if you listen to our next episode, yeah. the wrap-up episode. Because as always, what we're going to do is a wrap-up episode where we will take questions, questions about Star Wars, questions that need answering. And if you want those, all you have to do is... Uh, go uh, onto our Discord. Star Cave, or hashtag yeah. Thonboka. Ha- go into our Discord. You can find the link there through our Twitter at System Mastery. Uh, go ahead, join us there. If you go into our Expounded Universe... You can make any question you want with the hashtag StarCave. Easier to spell. Yep. <laughs> there you have it. So hashtag hashtag StarCave to ask us questions. You got about a week uh, before we do that. So uh, so get in there. I think actually we'll record that this weekend, won't we? So you have like three days. Yeah, well, let me four days, maybe. Let me four days or so to get those questions in. So uh, so to do that, you're gonna. we already gave you the instructions on how to do so. Uh, hashtag StarCave, ask us your questions. The wrap-up episodes, we just discussed the books as a whole. And then at the end of them, as a treat, we tell you the next book that we're going to do. That's right. And then we take a week off. That's right. Between each one of these seasons. So look forward to that. Otherwise, we already told you how to support us over at Patreon. Please go on by. Four bucks will unlock the expanded Expounded Universe, which some of you are about to receive. Oh, you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. You're going to get it. (laughs) If you want it, baby. (laughs) So uh Oh, that's my favorite movie. My the favorite guy movie. sure looks like plant food to me. <laughs> Goddamn, that movie is fucking amazing. It's so fun. Why don't we have more adapt- adaptations of old shitty Roger Corman nothing <laughs> movies? It's a great source to pull from. <laughs> so anyway, go to Patreon, support us at the $4 level. You'll get our expanded, expanded universe content. Otherwise, hey, thank you so much for listening. Because I've been Elan and Bagano, And I love... Death stars, about half the size, (laughs) half a death star. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.